Investing. Should be easy, right? For most people, though, the process of investing can be daunting. And savvy investing? Impossible. Here at Alliant Retirement and Investment Services, we don't think it should be that way. So we asked two of our financial consultants, Christian Japluha and Tom Davia, to share their advice with you. They're here to walk us through the fundamentals of investing so we can make informed and better decisions with our money and what we need to do to prepare for the road ahead. Welcome back to Invest Savvy. I'm Brooke Jakey, and today our host, Christian Chapluha, and I will dive into the ins and outs of life insurance. Who needs it? Why do we need it? What choices do we have with it? Let's start with a what. What is life insurance? Give us a little overview, Christian. Thanks, Brooke. So life insurance is essentially a contract between a life insurance company and the owner. It's generally used as a replacement for income in the event of someone passing away prematurely. Often, that can be the person with the main salary in the family or sometimes both spouses. And why should I work with a financial advisor on this? You can work with an insurance agent or a financial advisor. The benefit of working with an advisor or a financial consultant, as we are called here at Eris, is that we'll incorporate your insurance needs into your financial plan. After that, we'll review the different types of insurance that help determine the best fit given your goals. Sometimes families opt out of life insurance, and that can be okay as long as they are aware of the risks. It's a major financial decision, so everyone should be aware of the costs and benefits. There are many questions that are included in the insurance discussion. What death benefit is right? What type of insurance should we purchase? There's complexity to life insurance. Working with a person that's experienced is helpful in terms of getting value for your money because it is a long-term or lifelong contract in many cases. I see why an individual family would need life insurance, but a lot of people have access to life insurance through work. I know we do. Is that amount typically enough? If I have that in place, why would I need to purchase extra life insurance above that? That's a really good question. And it depends on what someone is trying to protect. When you have a group policy that generally is going to replace maybe two to three times the annual salary for an individual, so the family or individual in a really tough time can have funds coming in, weathering that financial storm with the breadwinner having passed away. A lot of times that's not enough. And so that would be a reason that someone might want to purchase additional life insurance and perhaps insure somewhere between five and 10 times an annual salary. Different situations call for different amounts depending on lifestyle and future expenses. Stage in life, no kids, young kids versus older kids, mortgage outstanding versus no mortgage, all good questions and risks to consider. Income replacement is the main reason that someone purchases life insurance. But there are other reasons too, and that can be for estate purposes or maybe supplementary retirement income. Okay. And going back to the life insurance that I can purchase through work, the group insurance, just to clarify, I'm not able to take all that money that I put in there with me should I leave the job. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. If you leave that employer, then that life insurance policy doesn't go with you. It's not transferable. A personal policy, on the other hand, is not contingent on your employment status. But the one you would purchase through a financial consultant, you would be able to take that with you. Yes, 
you essentially are the owner of that life insurance policy. It's not dependent on your place of employment or being employed by that company. When you are the owner, the policy stays with you no matter where you work. If it's a group policy through your workplace, then you need to be employed in order to keep that insurance. So a negative case scenario is where someone passes away after they either voluntarily or involuntarily leave their workplace. If they don't have that group insurance policy, then their family doesn't receive the benefit. Okay, got it. Could you take us through the different types of life insurance policies? There are several different types of insurance. One is term insurance, which exactly as it sounds, is for a specific term. And that can be 10 years, 20 or 30 years. Think of it as renting a house. It's kind of similar in thought process where term insurance is for a shorter period of time and you don't own that policy, meaning that there's no cash value associated with the account. So it's like renting the death benefit because it expires at some point. That's in contrast to permanent insurance, which is more like buying a house or buying coverage that stays with you for the long term. Then there are several different types of insurance, all worth investigating. Sounds good. Tell us some things to consider. There are three categories to discuss with your FC. There are whole life guaranteed policies, index universal life insurance, and variable life insurance coverages. Differences between the three are costs and return opportunities. The less that is guaranteed, the lower the cost. So a whole life policy may come with additional fees as compared to other types of policies. Another important concept is cash value. That's essentially the equity you have in the insurance policy, or like it sounds, cash value. The amount of cash value within your policy is a function of returns and cost. Cash value keeps the policy in force. And if you choose to, you can actually borrow or withdraw that cash value for other purposes. Cash value is also associated with surrender value, the amount you would get back if you cancel the policy. Next, let's go over the pros and cons. And as you describe them, let's think in terms of a comparison chart like you see when comparing products online. Let's start first with term versus permanent. The pros of term insurance are that it's less expensive and the underwriting standards might be a little lower because the insurance company knows that the coverage is only for a certain amount of time versus a lifelong obligation. On the downside, a con is that somewhere around 95% of term insurance policies do not pay out a death benefit. So it is likely that you won't see a return from those funds. Okay, so that would be like one that you can get through your place of employment because you can't take it with you? Yes, again, part of a group plan. As an aside, keep in mind also that often group plans might offer supplementary insurance that you can purchase over and above what is paid out at the salary level. Now tell us some of the pros and cons of permanent life insurance options. With permanent insurance, the benefit is that once insured and you keep up the premium payments, you are not ever going to lose it. So eventually, your beneficiary is going to get those funds back and likely more than you put into the policy. Eventually, we all pass away. How much comes back depends on the type of insurance you have and its associated returns and expenses. So if there's any pre-existing conditions that develop in the meantime, that's not such a factor with permanent insurance. Correct. That is a major benefit. If you get sick or change jobs, you won't lose coverage. The disadvantage with permanent insurance is that it's generally more expensive. You could be paying premiums longer. And also remember, underwriting standards might be tougher. 
Underwriting is the process that we go through that looks at all the factors that determine whether we are made an offer of insurance. Things like age, gender, health, finances, and others. Keep in mind, the younger and healthier we are, the less that life insurance will cost. Let's move on to compare whole, index, and variable. So with whole life generally, it's a guaranteed policy, and it is usually more expensive because of those guarantees. Returns are also provided for by way of insurance company dividends. When we look at index life, it's cheaper because it's not guaranteed in the same way. Index returns are tied to the stock indices for returns. Then there is the variable policy, which, again, is not guaranteed. If the market is negative over time, it will cost you more for these last two types than if the market was positive because returns will be lower. Generally, folks that are okay with market risks over time and because of historical positive performance will opt for an index or variable life insurance policy. But there are lots of people that like the increased certainty of a whole life policy also. Term can also be a very good choice with insurance not needed later in life because, for example, the kids are grown or the mortgage is smaller. Can you take a little deeper dive into the comparison between index and variable? Because to me, they sound like they're the same because they're based on the stock market. Index life policies don't have negative market returns impacting cash value, whereas variable policies can have negative returns from bear markets. With an index product, if the stock market goes down, you're not going to get a credit, but you're also not going to lose anything. However, with a variable policy, you could lose cash value because the stock market is weak. Remember, you need to have a positive cash value to keep the policy in force. So return scenarios are much different and costs can also vary between the two. You've mentioned underwriting. Can you talk a little bit about the standards and what someone should expect going through that process? There are three parties to a life insurance contract, plus the insurance company. One is the owner, the second is the insured, and the third is the beneficiary. When the insured goes through underwriting, they'll be evaluated in terms of whether they are insurable, which includes a medical evaluation and other biographic factors like age, gender, even exercise schedule. There's also financial underwriting to make sure the death benefit makes sense. Depending on how healthy someone is, they can either be categorized as preferred, standard, or rated. Costs increase the more medical issues you have, and as we all get older. That's the funny thing about insurance. You want to get it when you don't need it, because when you need it, you can't get it. And the insurance company's price policies based on the law of large numbers. They're able to spread the cost over thousands and thousands of policies. So what are we looking at cost-wise? Cost is an important factor and is determined through underwriting. The healthier you are, the lower the cost. Premium costs can vary from $20 per month all the way up to a million-dollar lump sum paid up front. It depends on the size of the death benefit and type of insurance. You will receive what's called an illustration that gives you an idea of returns and costs that can occur within that life insurance policy. Then the other thing I would say is that there are other potential uses of life insurance. For retirement, supplementary retirement income is a strategy. That happens when there's sufficient cash value inside of the policy that you can borrow against and pay yourself during retirement. The more cash value you have, the more you can pay yourself. How much depends on how early you start, the amount you put into it, and the returns over time. I had a thought when you were talking about borrowing from your policy. 
I've always thought that borrowing from your 401k should be a last resort, emergency only, in case it's hard to pay back. Are there more or less benefits to borrowing against your life insurance policy? With a 401k loan, you can borrow up to 50% of the balance with a maximum of $50,000 within a 12-month period. You can exceed that amount with a life insurance policy if you have enough cash value. Borrowing from an insurance contract doesn't require approval since you own that cash value. You want to make sure that you don't borrow too much because there is an interest cost and over time you either pay that back or your death benefit is reduced, which might be fine. But make sure you don't let your policy lapse because then the death benefits go away. Thanks for all this great information, Christian. What's your savvy advice for this episode? Life insurance just depends. Everyone's personal situation is different and there's no single right answer. It's important to consider because you don't want to ever regret not having it. Thank you, Christian. You can find episodes of Invest Savvy on Apple and Google Podcasts and all major platforms or on our website. Please follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn for new episodes and educational webinars and articles. Just search for ARIS, A-R-I-S, Alliant, to like and follow. Our team is available to help you with your financial plan. Visit our website to contact Christian or a financial consultant. We want to keep you informed, so here are some important disclosures. This material contains only general descriptions and is not a solicitation to sell any insurance product or security, nor is it intended as any financial or tax advice. For information about specific insurance needs or situations, contact your insurance agent. This podcast episode is intended to assist in educating you about insurance generally and not to provide personal service. It may not take into account your personal characteristics, such as budget, assets, risk tolerance, family situation, or activities which may affect the type of insurance that would be right for you. In addition, state insurance laws and insurance underwriting rules may affect available coverage and its costs. Guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuing company. If you need more information or would like personal advice, you should consult an insurance professional. You may also visit your state's insurance department for more information. Variable universal life insurance slash variable life insurance policies are subject to substantial fees and charges. Policy values will fluctuate and are subject to market risk and to possible loss of principal. Guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuer. Thank you for listening to Invest Savvy, advice you need to know. To learn more about our hosts, Kristen Chupluha and Tom Davia, and the team at Alliant Retirement and Investment Services, please visit our website at aris.alliantcreditunion.com. If you have questions for our hosts, you can submit them through our website or email investment-services at alliantcreditunion.com. Christian Chabluha and Thomas Davia are registered representatives with and securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor and broker-dealer. Member FINRA SIP SIPC. Insurance products are offered through LPL or its licensed affiliates. Alliant Credit Union and Alliant Retirement and Investment Services, ARIS, are not registered as a broker-dealer or investment advisor. Registered representatives of LPL offer products and services using ARIS and may also be employees of Alliant Credit Union. These products and services are being offered through LPL or its affiliates, which are separate entities from and not affiliates of Alliant Credit
Credit Union or ARIS. Securities and insurance offered through LPL or its affiliates are not insured by NCUA or any other government agency, not credit union guaranteed, not credit union deposits or obligations may lose value. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss. Neither LPL Financial nor its registered representatives offer tax or legal advice. Always consult a qualified tax advisor for information as to how taxes may affect your particular situation. 